millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. At our heart, we have a real mission to connect people, bring joy to people of all ages through our entertainment or our products, and it is special. There's very few things that can unite different age groups where a preschooler and their grandparent can laugh and enjoy a moment over a game of Hungry Hippos, or two strangers on a playground can unite in a game of Nerf, or two kids can unite playing Magic or playing My Little Pony. And those experiences and the joy that it brings people are things that really unite us as a company and keep us going to create new and different ways to tell stories and make products. Welcome to today's episode of Brave Commerce. I'm Rachel Tippograph, the founder and CEO of Micmac. I'm Sarah Hofstetter, president of Profitero. And this is a show that talks about what's relevant in e-commerce for the world's biggest brands. Sarah, what's on your holiday wish list? Sleep, is that acceptable? Oh, I like that one for you. <laughs> I have to say that is definitely when I hope to catch up on most of my sleep, but I do love me some board games and some quiet time. I mean, especially being Sabbath observant for me, I always like getting new games. They could be board games. They could be card games, like just things that I can do with my family, age independent, just like not heavy thinking, a little strategic, a little competitive. How about you? Are you a Wordle person? I am not because I have addiction issues. <laughs> like my husband, he's Wordle. Um, shoot, I forgot what the the double word is. And then he's like, he does like set a quartal, like it's like 32 at the same time. My family is like so into words that I know if I get into it, I'm never coming out of it. But when I heard uh, Hasbro was coming out with Wordle the game, I'm like, oh gosh, I, I, if I get this for my mother, it'll be great. If I get it in my house, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. I think it's going to be a go-to party game this holiday season. No doubt. No doubt. It's wild to think about toys, gaming, maybe you could even group in like hobbies into that and think about how mature it is when it comes to digital commerce. I read a recent report from eMarketer that said around 46% of all purchases within that category happen online. So nearly one out of every two people. On the one hand, like, holy cow, that is deeply penetrated. On the other hand, What's been very interesting about that is that it's not one of those things that happened because of COVID. You look at a lot of CPG and CPG moved from, you know, almost exclusively brick and mortar to really just accelerating the 
digital purchasing, but toys and games, they're so much further ahead on that adoption curve from a commerce perspective, because it's something that people have been doing for quite some time. I mean, remember e-toys? Of course. So it's just one of those things that because people, consumers are used to either researching online and buying online or researching online and buying offline, the whole idea of both digital conversion as well as digitally influenced sales has made it more mature, which means that companies in the toys and games space almost represent the future for those who are a little bit lower penetrated, those verticals a little lower penetrated for us to look at and say, huh, what can we learn? What were the things that worked or didn't work? And how do you get that unfair advantage going forward? Well, we're about to have Eric Nyman, the COO of Hasbro on the show, and he takes us through their strategic blueprint in terms of how they engage with consumers, how they build brands and their commerce strategy. And it goes well beyond brick and mortar, online, D2C. I mean, he talks about streaming, he talks about licensing, he talks about gaming, fan communities, digital live events. It's insane how many revenue streams exist within that business. As my grandmother used to say, standing still is going backwards. And I think one of the things that's interesting, not just about Hasbro, about Eric in particular, is that he has continuously challenged himself in new areas. So starting out in marketing and moving into commercial and supply chain, he really has seen it from all angles. And I think that that's what allows you to have that vision for where else your brands can go. Well, on that note, let's bring Eric onto the show. Hey, Eric. Hey, it's great to be joining Brave Commerce today. We're so excited. Sarah and I, we're trying to get more strategic with our guests and the timing. And with the holiday season coming up, it was so obvious that we wanted you on the show. Well, thank you for inviting me. It's one of those time periods where I often get asked what the great toys and games for the holidays are going to be. So thanks for having Team Hasbro on today. And I'm happy to represent. Let's start there. You know, the holiday season is moments away. Sure. We'd love your hot takes and what we can all expect this season. Well, I'm happy to give some hot takes on some hot products. You know, we have a tremendous amount of consumer insights at Hasbro and as we think about all the great brands and products we have for consumers of all ages, we have a lot of things for the holidays, as you can imagine, Rachel. For gamers out there, we have one of the hottest games for the holidays, Wordle, the party game. We think that's going to be a great hit. You know, it was really a social trend that began during the pandemic. We worked closely with the New York Times, and we just launched that product in October. I think that's going to be a great gift for many gamers around the world. We also have some big news in the gaming world as well from Magic the Gathering. We just announced some new sets and some new influencers like Post Malone. And we'll have some great new products coming from Magic in the fourth quarter for the holiday for older gamers. If you're a Nerf fan, we have some brand new product announcements. Nerf Gelfire is probably one of the big pieces of news from Hasbro. It's new Nerf products for consumers 14 plus under the Nerf Pro banner best performance we've ever launched within the Nerf brand. One second. Sure. One second. Does that mean that all of my Nerf usage is not age appropriate because I haven't been using that? Because I have to say, I'm definitely 14 plus. Sarah, you're okay. You can certainly bring Nerf gel fire to the office anytime. Just make sure you use that safe eyewear that we provide. Oh, absolutely. Would not bring it to the office without it. Safety first, man. 
it's crucial. It's crucial. And then we have many things for younger folks as well. One of the big products that we're excited about this year is from Play-Doh, our Play-Doh ice cream truck, which has been on great gift lists around the world. And I think that's going to be a tremendous gift from parents and grandparents as well. So we have a great lineup. That's just a short list of things that we're excited about for this holiday. It's pretty incredible how Hasbro hits every single demographic and age group. I think it's one of the things that Micmac has really focused on as you look at bringing new e-commerce solutions to people. We'd start with the consumer. And, you know, for us, we look at all the different consumer insights we have from either e-commerce or various other areas of insights. And we have the brands that enable us to have probably the broadest global footprint of any company. You know, we can start with the youngest set with preschoolers and we have incredible brands like Peppa Pig that enable us to connect with the youngest of consumers in a very cool way via entertainment or via toys and games, all the way through, as we talked about Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering for fans of any age, as well as incredible collectible products for brands like Starting Lineup that we just relaunched that bring back you know, some of the great sports icons around the world in a collectible toy format. So it is something that we're very proud to be able to participate in and something that we think sets Hasbro apart from many other types of companies. Couldn't agree more. I think one of the things that I just love about toys and and gaming in particular is that, and I think what Hasbro's done a wonderful job of over the years, and especially as you've expanded to broader formats and content, is that there are games with instruction and then there are games and toys that are just inspiration. And being able, it's not just the age range, but there's just also the levels of creativity that you may or may not want to exert at any given moment. There really is something for everyone. And play is just a a natural, innate desire. And so you're allowing people to come do it on their own terms. That's not an easy concept to grasp, but you bring it to life with the product diversity. And I think that's pretty awesome. I love to hear you say that, Sarah. And it's fun to hear the passion in your voice when you speak about it. I think that's something that's innate to Hasbro. You know, we're one of the leading play and entertainment companies in the world. But at our heart, we have a real mission to connect people, bring joy to people of all ages through our entertainment or our products. And it is special. There's very few things that can unite different age groups where a preschooler and their grandparent can laugh and enjoy a moment over a game of Hungry Hippos, or two strangers on a playground can unite in a game of Nerf, or two kids can unite playing Magic or playing My Little Pony. And those experiences and the joy that it brings people are things that really unite us as a company and keep us going to create new and different ways to tell stories and make products. Uh, I could just tell you in terms of the strengths of the brand. So I have two kids, 23 and 21, and I just came off of celebrating um, a family reunion with all of my nieces and nephews, ranging from my daughter, who's 23, to my youngest nephew, who's four. He wasn't part of this, but (laughs) after him, it was basically 11 to 23. And the Monopoly deal rounds that were going on were extraordinary. And I don't think you'd be able to have that kind of strength of a game and the staying power of the game if you didn't build on the strength of the brand of Monopoly. And I think that kind of goes to the way you clearly you think and the way that you lead because you don't see Hasbro as a toy company. It's more of a brand building company. So help us understand even what that means and how you look at how extensible a brand can become. 
like I said, we've really transformed quite a bit in the recent past to become, you know, what we believe is one of the leading plate entertainment companies in the world. And part of it is the way that we think about how to connect with the consumer, because we start every conversation with the consumer and how we can bring our stories and our brands to the consumers in different ways. We have three operating units. We have Wizards of the Coast, which is one of the premier gaming and digital gaming companies in the world that have brands like Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons. And we're so proud of that group this year. Well, Magic will celebrate becoming Hasbro's first billion dollar brand. And we're so excited about what that means for the future of that business. We'll also celebrate next year the first theatrical movie for Dungeons and Dragons, which we previewed at San Diego Comic-Con this summer. And it's tracking so well, and we're so excited about the future of D&D and what Dungeons and Dragons can mean for the world. And that really connects to our second division, which is Entertainment One. Entertainment One is the newest addition to the Hasbro family of brands and companies. And we have some of the most amazing and strongest creative stewards making entertainment for our brands. And we've never had that capability before as part of Hasbro until the recent past. And next year, we're clearly excited about our theatrical slate, both from ourselves and our partners, but from ourselves, you know, to be able to talk about our first ever Dungeons and Dragons movie. And that's March and that's followed in June by really a completely new way to tell the Transformers story with our newest Transformers movie, Transformers Rise of the Beasts in June. And that's going to be an amazing way for fans of all ages to connect with Transformers. And when you combine that with over 20 streaming shows in development, we're really excited about what the future holds, whether it's Plato Squished, which just debuted on Freebie, which is a total new way to look at and engage with the Plato brand. And I could go on and on about, you know, the way we're telling stories to consumers these days. And then there's the Hasbro consumer products business, which I think a lot of folks in the past have thought about it really as a toy business. You know, we're really transforming that as well in terms of connecting with consumers in different ways. As an example, from a location-based entertainment standpoint, we'll have over 60 different physical locations for consumers to play Nerf battles or engage with Transformers at Universal theme parks or engage with Peppa with our partnership with Merlin Entertainment in malls around the world by the end of next year. And those physical ways to engage with our brands continue to build our company and our play in entertainment as well. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. My head is spinning right now thinking about how you're operating 
all of these different revenue streams. Yeah. Sarah and I spend all day talking with folks like you, but it's it's much more straightforward. They essentially have a physical product that they're selling at mass retail or D2C and there's brick and mortar and there's online. Just listening to you, you hit upon selling physical goods, but you also talked about licensing. You talked about gaming. We didn't get into complete detail yet, but I know you also have fan communities and digital events. This is a very diverse commerce strategy. Yeah. So how do you manage the business across all of these channels? Sure. Great question, Rachel. You know, again, we start with a pretty simple concept. We call it our Blueprint 2.0, which is how we operate. We start with the consumer at the center, which is fairly simple. And then we talk about how do we take advantage of the brands that we want to really create and grow over time. We have a group of franchise brands that we talk about a lot. As we think about those brands, those brands include some of the brands I've already talked about, Transformers and Nerf and Peppa Pig and Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons, Hasbro Gaming and Play-Doh. And when you take those franchise brands and you apply them to what we call the blueprint, it really is a very simple structure for all the people at Hasbro to think about how to activate those brands. So if you think about the consumer at the center, the brands that I just mentioned as a ring around the consumer, and then the different ways we can activate those brands around that blueprint. So think about a very simple graph that thinks about when you talk, start with the consumer, go to the brands, and then the outer ring being things like entertainment, digital gaming, location-based entertainment, licensing, music, and on and on. That's how we really expand the way that we approach the consumer. And as you mentioned, direct-to-consumer and brick-and-mortar retail is certainly an important commercial way that we expand the brand through physical products. And as an employee at Hasbro, is the expectation that I'm an expert in all of these channels? Because it's a lot for someone to, to really become a true expert across all those different things. We wouldn't ask anyone to be an expert at everything. I think that would be really difficult. But, you know, I think at Hasbro, we're proud of the fact that we continue to be voted as one of the best places to work for parents and around the world. And we have one of the highest ethical standards for our employees as well. And we're proud of the way that we conduct our business. I think the reason for that, the reason our employees are often so engaged in the way that we work is because of the way we're set up. You know, we allow folks to get different experiences to grow their career, which is special. You know, using a personal story, I started at Hasbro in marketing, running the Star Wars business, wound up running a lot of the brands here at Hasbro, and then changed my career trajectory by doing a commercial experience and working on brick and mortar and e-com for a period of time before I came back to run things like supply chain. And over time, I'm thrilled now to be the COO at Hasbro. Those types of experiences are available to our folks, but on a day-to-day element, we're really focused on allowing our folks to be empowered, to think about the consumer through one of those lenses. So you might be a toy and game creator. You might be an entertainment creator. You might be in licensing. And I think that focus allows us to do the very best we can with our brands and to expand our brands around that blueprint that I talked about. I love that. And it allows people to have the space to grow in whatever direction works best for their strengths and passions, which gosh, if you're going to be working at Hasbro, <laughs> you better be passionate. Uh, a question for you as, as it relates to that. So we talked about different categories, talked about different age groups, talked about different franchises. 
Let's talk global. At Profiter, we have the honor of working with you guys in many different countries. And in the business of toys and fan communities and even licensing, how do your markets differ around the world? And how do you think about that as the CLO? We clearly want to make sure that we're connecting with the broadest consumer footprint that we can. When you think about how we approach our markets, there's obviously the entertainment footprint. And if you think about the entertainment footprint, we typically reach consumers in a variety of ways with entertainment. We have the theatrical element of our business. So I already mentioned things like Dungeons and Dragons and Transformers. And that's typically a fairly wide footprint across the world, but a fairly linear one in terms of major motion pictures. There's streaming. There's a few streamers today that are quite broad, obviously Netflix and our great partnership with Disney. We're very proud to have partnerships on the Disney side with the Marvel business and the Star Wars business and Disney Plus, tremendous global footprint that allows us to connect with consumers with those brands. On the physical product side, that's something that we spend a lot of time on, trying to understand what the changes are from a distribution standpoint around the world and taking a lot of learnings, frankly, from e-commerce and seeing what is the most efficient and effective way we can reach consumers and then partnering with our retailers, whether they're pure play e-com retailers or omni-channel retailers that have both a physical and digital presence or just brick and mortar folks. And, you know, we try to make sure that we have the best and most efficient and most profitable solution around the world in each country that we choose to do business in. From a physical product standpoint, it's something we spend a lot of time on to try to make sure that we have that best route for the consumer so that they can find our brands, find our products, and make sure that they can order those products and get them delivered to their home in a really consistent and enjoyable way so that we bring that joy to that household. Well, I don't know how you're going to answer our famous last question. Maybe it'll involve Star Wars. Eric, what's the bravest thing that you've ever done? Great question, Rachel, and thank you. There's a lot of ways to answer the question. I'll just start with a real personal point that In my career, and I know there's a lot of folks who listen to your show that are thinking about, you know, what they want to do next and where they want to go. And I think the bravest things that I've ever done always start with a good support network and then taking a decision that gets me out of my comfort zone. The only way I have the privilege to do the job I did today started when I was a little kid. My dad was a carpenter, and I remember building my first wooden sword with a jigsaw and running around thinking that I was Luke Skywalker in the woods of Cape Cod and being a Jedi. And, you know, there's been so many fun decisions that I've made to get out of my comfort zone, to follow the passion that I had for great storytelling and making great toys, frankly, and great products for consumers. And I'm proud today to have made several of those decisions that enabled me with a great support network to have a job like I do today. But there's so many non-linear decisions that go into achieving things. And, you know, I'm just proud to say that I I work for a company I believe in being able to create products for consumers around the world that really do bring joy to people. And to me, that's one of the highest callings. And I think it all starts with being brave and bold in terms of getting out of your comfort zone and doing different things. You know, whether for me, that was going to college far away from home and getting that experience, doing a very non-traditional path. When I graduated from school, I was a ski bum for a while and really took some time to find myself and figure out what brought me joy, but also how I could connect with other people that were maybe a little bit more like me that wanted to influence folks in a positive way. And then finding my path through 
companies like Lego and Timberland and today to Hasbro. It's been a wonderful journey. And I feel really blessed to be able to have done it and continue to do it and do what I do today. Well, Sarah and I are grateful to have you in our life via work and now podcast. Thank you for your time. I'm sure the holiday season is going to be full of Hasbro products. We look forward to sharing this with all of our listeners. Well, thank you, Rachel and Sarah. It's great to connect with you guys. And here's to a great holiday season. Cheers. All right. Thanks for listening. Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify and Google Podcasts. And don't forget to share this link with a friend. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. Hi, I'm Jackie Cooper, Global Chief Brand Officer at Edelman and the host of Touch of Truth, a new podcast launching on the Adweek Podcast Network. My dad gave me this incredibly smart piece of advice. Meet everyone once. As a result, I've met some of the most fascinating and inspiring people on the planet. Now on Touch of Truth, we're coming center stage and sharing the mic to experience stories of truth, insights and visions for the future that will challenge your way of thinking. Touch of Truth is available wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out every Tuesday. I do hope to see you there.